Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Strange Air. Good evening. This is Leslie Neubauer. I am the executive producer of Strange Air, and I'd like to respond to all the emails and calls we've been receiving about what happened last week. I can assure you it was not a publicity stunt or a cheap marketing ploy. The incident you heard was real, and we're all very concerned about Chase Smith. I had the pleasure of working with Malcolm on the original show, and I was so excited to have his daughter host the new version of Strange Air. But thanks to the insensitive actions of a prank caller, Chase will not be able to return, and without her, there is no show. So, effective immediately, Strange Air has been canceled. Hi, I'm here to pick up my daughter. Her name is Chase Smith. She's in room 1208. You can go in, I'll be right there. Thank you. How is she? Well, she doesn't wake up screaming anymore. Good morning, how's it going? The doctors say I'm not crazy, so Yay for mental health. I'm sure they used slightly different language. I guess. Oh, dear lord, where did this come from? That is the world's largest non-binary teddy bear. It's a gift from Teresa. That's your friend who tends bar, right? Yeah, she's in New York now. Tending bar? No, Mom. She goes to grad school at Columbia. Oh, right. Right. How can you tell the bear is non-binary? I have no idea. So, are you ready? Almost. Wow. You've been doing a lot of reading. I didn't know you liked detective stories. Are you kidding? My whole life is a detective story. You know what's funny? I've gotten good at figuring out the endings. The clues are always there. You just have to know where to look. One outgoing wheelchair for Miss Chase Smith. Stop, I broke my brain, not my hip. Sorry, it's hospital policy. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let's go home. Welcome back. It looks like you're stuck with me. I don't mind. It's nice having you here. 
I just need some time. Of course. Are you working today? Yes, and I need to leave soon. Do you need some money? You mean like an allowance? I guess. No, Mom. I'm fine. I still have quite a bit left from the hundred thousand Sebastian gave me. Good. (laughs) That's good. Well, uh... Oh, I forgot to tell you Danny called. Twice. He wanted to see how you were doing. That's a very Danny thing to do. Still mad at him? No. I'm mad at myself. I blamed him for all the wrong things. Well, I should get ready for work. Do you have any plans for today? Not really. I just want to relax. I might take a walk around the neighborhood, stuff like that. Good. That sounds good. And I have to see Dr. Blair tomorrow. Right. I think going back to therapy will be helpful. (laughs) I'm sure she misses me. Come in, Chase. It's good to see you. Thanks. So how was Europe? Oh, we're starting with the trip, not my mental breakdown. We can start anywhere you want. Then let's start with my radio career, the one that lasted five minutes. All right. What would you like to know? What would you like to tell me? (sighs) Please don't take this the wrong way, but you're a lousy detective. I'm not a detective. I'm a therapist. But aren't they sort of the same thing? Let's reset. How did you feel when you were on the radio? (laughs) Truth be told, I felt incredible. The same way I felt when I finished my documentary. It was like one part of my life was ending and a new one was about to begin. Then I got that call from my father. You mean the man who sounded like your father? You say tomato, I say tomato. Chase... Dr. Blair, it's been fun growing up with you, but I'm an adult now, and it's time for me to move on. What does that mean? It means that this is our last session. I'm ending our relationship. I see. Actually, you don't. But we won't get into that. I don't want this to be one of those sloppy breakups where we end up saying things we don't mean. What about your medical report? What medical report? The one the hospital sent me. You checked the box that gave them permission, remember? Vaguely. Have you shared the results with your mother? No, not yet. And when are you going to? That's my business, not yours. I'm just trying to... I know. You're trying to help. That's not what I need right now. I have to do this next part on my own. Why? Because I'm on a quest. Just like the Knights of the Round Table. And I'm going to find my own path out of these woods. When anxious, uneasy, and bad thoughts come, I go to the sea and the sea drowns them out with its wide sounds, cleanses me with its noise, 
and imposes a rhythm on everything in me that is bewildered and confused. Alright, let's get started. Siri, call Teresa. Hey, princess. It's so good to hear from you. Are you a free woman? Yes, I'm officially sane. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. How's New York? I'm having the time of my life. The city is amazing. Let's get on Zoom this weekend so we can catch up. Listen, I have to tell you something, and it's not good. What's wrong? The cancer came back. Oh, fuck. Yes. Fuck is right. Are you okay? I'm doing really well, except for the ticking time bomb in my chest. What did the doctor say? I have to go back for some tests. Then they'll figure out the best treatment plan. So there's hope. I guess. Well, at least your mom's there to hold your hand. I haven't told her. What? Why not? Her daughter just flew over the cuckoo's nest. She needs time to process before I hit her with the big C. Yes, fuck is still right. Is there anything I can do? Actually, there is. Do you remember that cop you were dating? You mean Nancy? Uh, Yeah, of course I remember her. Why? Are you still on good terms? Uh, (laughs) I guess. Would she do you a favor? What kind of favor? I need her to look up the name of the detective who was in charge of my father's disappearance. I thought you were done with that. I am. There are just a few things I'm curious about. And and the quicker I get those answers, the faster I can move on and start focusing on my health. Is that the truth, or are you playing me? I just need your help. Fine. I'll call her. Thank you. Chase? Yes? What are you up to? Hi, uh, I'm looking for Detective Patrick Donnelly. That's me. And I'm retired, so it's just bar owner Patrick Donnelly. Got it. You're Chase Smith? I am. Now have a seat, Chase Smith. You want a drink? Uh. Hello? Uh, sorry. No, I don't drink anymore. How about a ginger ale? Perfect. Thanks. Your call got me thinking. Every cop has that one case that left a pin up his ass. A kidnapped child was never found. A murder case that was never solved. Me, I got a radio host that vanished into thin air. (laughs) What a joke. I'm sorry my father's disappearance wasn't serious enough. Now lighten up, kid. I didn't mean it that way. Now what is it you want? I realize it's been a long time, but do you remember if there was anything from the investigation that was held back from my mother? You know, some stupid detail that no one thought was important back then, but might be now. Like what? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Look, I interviewed everyone who was there that night. A total of three people. 
and I ran down every lead that crossed my desk, even the crazy ones like space aliens and dimensional portals. And you know what that got me? A big fat zero. So what happens from your end when a case like that goes nowhere? There was no evidence of foul play, so Malcolm Smith's disappearance became a missing person case, and that's it. End of story. Hmm. You said there were only three people at the station that night. Do you remember who they were? Sure. I went through my notes last night. The first was Leslie Neubauer, the general manager. For a while there, I thought she might have something on the side with your father, but that was a dead end. Who else? A pothead named Robert Davenport. He was the engineer, but the guy didn't see anything. Hang on, are you talking about Memphis Bob? Yeah, that's him. Robert Davenport was his legal name. He was from Vermont or New Hampshire, one of those small states in the Northeast. So the whole Southern thing was just an act? That's the first thing you learn as a detective, Miss Smith. Most people aren't what you think. Lesson learned. Who was the third? Dana Hendricks. She was a production assistant. About your age. Had some drug issues. Nothing serious. I don't know her. Not much to know. She was in a different room working on the show's website. Hmm. Let me ask you something. It's been ten years. You've had a lot of time to think about this. What do you believe happened? Not for nothing, Miss Smith, but I haven't thought about your father in ages. Cases like that, I find it's best to let them go. Some puzzles can't be solved. Hello, this is Leslie Neubauer. Surprise! It's your favorite crazy person. Chase! Oh, it's so good to hear your voice. Did you escape from the hospital? Do you need a place to hide? <laughs> you are too funny. They released me a few days ago. I'm back home with my mother. Oh, that's great. And you sound vibrant. Are you vibrant, Chase? Because you sound vibrant. Uh, yes, I'm vibrant. Terrific. How about you come by the station and we'll grab some lunch. You can tell me all about shock therapy. I bet it's not that bad. Wait, are you serious? I, I didn't have Oh, for Pete's sake, Chase! I was... Uh, kidding? Yes! I was kidding, remember? I'm a kidder. That's my thing. <laughs> it's good to hear your voice, Leslie. And, um, I'd rather not come by the station. I feel like everyone would be staring at me. Oh, I understand completely. But listen... There's something I need to share. I had an audio engineer do a forensic thingamajig on the call because I was willing to bet the least to my brand new Audi that some idiot patched together your father's voice from some of his old shows. And I'm thinking he took a word here and a word there and then came up with the recording we heard on air. That sounds right. Except it isn't. The engineer says the caller was actually speaking to you live. He wasn't playing a recording. Hang on. So, what does that mean? It means the only possible explanation for what we heard is that someone out there can do a perfect impersonation of Malcolm's voice. <sighs> How creepy is that? On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say we need a new scale. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> Unless... Uh... Unless what? 
Nothing. You know it wasn't him, right? Right? Leslie, I need a favor. Sure. Anything but murder. Do you remember working with a production assistant named Dana Hendricks? It would have been around the time my father disappeared. Well, the name rings a bell. Okay, let's see if she's in here somewhere. Oh, oh, I know exactly who that is. Oh, Dana was the weird girl with the purplish streaks in her hair. I think she was in some kind of band or something. Did my dad know her well? Oh, he sure did. Dana was his favorite production assistant. They talked all the time. Really? About what? Eh, beats me. Do you have any contact information? Why? Why do you want to speak with Dana? It's part of my therapy. I'm supposed to get in touch with people who knew my dad so I can learn more about him, and that's supposed to help me move on. That sounds like total bullshit. But I love you like the daughter I never had, so I'm sending you her phone number and email address right now. Don't tell anyone I did this. There could be some kind of, I don't know, stupid HR issue. Thanks, Leslie. You're the best. Chase? Yes? What are you up to? Good morning. I'm looking for Dana Hendricks. You see that woman over there who looks like she's about to lose her mind? With the blue hair? Yes, that's her. Thanks. Um, excuse me? Let me guess, you're the bitch who wants to cut our funding, right? Uh, no. I'm Chase Smith. We exchanged emails last night. Holy shit, you're Malcolm's daughter. Hey, Dana, do you have those weekly reports? Hey, dumbass, are you blind? I'm talking to someone. Sorry, is this a bad time? No, no, of course not. Let's go out back. It's quiet there. All the rehab centers on Skid are about to have their funding cut. It's been a real shitstorm. Yikes, that's terrible. Nothing good is ever easy. How long have you been working here? Since day one. I was the first hire. And that was thanks to one very special person. Who's that? How about I show you? What the hell? Don't freak out. Are you freaking out? That's a tattoo of my father. Damn right it is. I got this beauty a few weeks after he disappeared. You were that close? Most people who work at centers like this are addicts who got clean. And I'm no exception. I was pretty far along the path to self-destruction when I met your father. Two years later... I was studying social work at Cal State. I don't understand. What did he do? Malcolm had a way of looking at me like he knew exactly what was going on in my brain. That fucker was a total empathy machine. And he listened. He never lectured me. He never told me what to do. He just listened. And that made all the difference. I used to visit the station when I was a kid. Did the two of us ever meet? No, but I remember your face. Malcolm had a picture of you on his desk, and he always took it with him when he was doing the show. The one time he forgot, Malcolm made Memphis Bob break early so he could go get it. (laughs) That's funny. I just saw Memphis Bob a few months ago. No shit! How's he doing? It's hard to say. That man always had the most amazing weed. So what's up, Chase? Why are you here? 
Well, I just found out you were at the station when my dad disappeared. That's right. I know it was a long time ago, but was there anything you held back from the police? Sure, there was plenty. Sorry, what? Your father made me promise, so I kept my mouth shut. But don't worry, none of that stuff had anything to do with Malcolm's disappearance. What stuff? Fuck me, you're his kid. I guess it would be okay. Please, Dana, I need to know. Did Memphis Bob tell you he was filming the show that night? Yes. Did he tell you why? Yeah, he said my dad told him to. And why would Malcolm do that? I guess he knew something crazy was going to happen and he wanted Bob to get it on tape? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why? Chase, no one expects something like that to happen. You really think your father knew he was going to vanish into thin air? Oh, well, I... If I knew I was about to be snatched out of reality, I wouldn't ask someone to film me. I would go hide in the deepest hole I could find. Trust me, your father had a perfectly good reason for wanting to be on camera that night. Fine. What was it? Malcolm was going to announce his retirement. His retirement? Yeah. It was supposed to be a big surprise. And he wanted Bob to film him so I could upload the tape to the show's website. Malcolm wanted a visual his fans could watch. But my dad loved working on Strange Air. And the show had just gone national. He would never just walk away from that. Not unless he got a better offer. Like, from another station? No, nothing like that. Malcolm had been hanging out with some rich guy he knew from college. He told me he was going to go work for him. Are you talking about Sebastian King? Yeah, that's his name. Rich as fuck. Used to be a priest, if you can believe that. I know Sebastian. (laughs) He never told me about this. I guess addicts aren't the only ones who lie. Sorry, I have to go. Are you alright? I'm fine, I just need to get home. Chase! Yeah? What do you think happened to Malcolm? I have no idea. What do you think? I believe your father was too good for this world. So God called him home. Today is September 9th, and it's been 11 days since my father called the station. This is the first entry in my brand new audio notepad. Recording my thoughts like this will help me keep track of the investigation. And I'm not recording these notes as a film student or mental patient. I'm recording them as a detective. I intend to examine real facts, not alien abductions and religious miracles. Now, here's what I think I found so Mom! I'm recording! Sorry! I just need to know if you want breakfast in the morning. Yes, breakfast would be great. And please, knock next time. I'm not a child. Fine. Would you like some waffles? Yes. Do you want sausage with your waffles? Yes, please. Turkey or chicken apple? Uh, chicken apple? There. Was that so hard? I love you, Mom. Good night, Chase. Oh, boy. Mom sounds upset. I hope she doesn't spit in my food. (laughs) Anyway, here's what I've learned. My father was going to leave Strange Air so he could work for Sebastian King at Convergence. That brings up three questions. 
One, what kind of job was it? Two, why didn't Sebastian tell me this when I went to see him at Convergence? Three, is any of this related to my father's disappearance? (sighs) The answers are out there. I just have to find them. A detective's job is to create order out of chaos, to make sense of the world. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Strange Air was created and written by Michael P. Greco and Tony Martinez. The role of Chase Smith was played by Natalie Lander, and the role of Malcolm Smith was played by Patrick Fabian. If you enjoyed Strange Air, please rate and review us. This will help keep our show on the charts where people can find it. And please visit strangeairpodcast.com for more information. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I'm Carlotta Botox, actress, thinktress, and influenceress, and I'm spilling all the tea on Hollywood. <sighs> Name? Carlotta Botox. B-O-T-O-X. Spell the first name. It's actually Botox. B-E-A-U-T-O-X. Of course it is. First name? Botox is actually my last name. My first name... Okay there, who's on first? I know it's your last name. Now I want you to spell your first name. Oh, Carlotta. It's C-A-R, as in the automobile. L-O-T-T-A, like a lot of talent. Uh, Wow. Just... Wow. There's also an umlaut. The f is an umlaut? It's two dots and it goes over the... Okay, Carlotta, two dots. Just take a seat over there. We'll call you when we're ready. Meanwhile, we'll gird our loins. Check out the Carlotta Botox Chronicles, available now on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher.